Sound Design Live. In this episode of Sound Design Live, I talk with American-born Greek sound engineer Dimitri Soteropoulos. We went to school together at the Sonic Arts Center at the City College of New York. Later, Dimitri moved back to Greece and currently lives in Athens. Sound Design Live. Yeah. Well, New York was hard anyway. I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to make a living. You know, it was expensive and rent was expensive. But then when I came up to the city college, it, the commute was crazy. So I had to get a car and that was an extra expense. So I had to get, you know, pick up a few more shifts at, at you know, whichever restaurant I worked at at the time. I worked at several. So, yeah, I ended up, you know, working at, you know, serving fish and then doing early morning Greek radio at some point and plus school, plus all that stuff. It was kind of kind of crazy. But has your life always kind of been like that? Have you always just had a lot going on? And I don't know. Not not really. Not before New York. I I was like I was a bum, I think. It's that New York lifestyle. I wish my dad was was uh, was rich. (laughs) (laughs) You stayed in New York for a little bit after. We all graduated, but then when you went back to Athens, you were working at a studio doing a lot of hours, but then you also started um, doing live sound. And I, I don't know, maybe among other things. So I don't know, it just seems like doing a lot of stuff at one time is your, is your, natural, is your natural way of working. But at the same time, it doesn't seem like you really want to be doing that. Would you rather just have one job that you go to every day? I would, yes. I'd rather just be working at the studio and doing like great projects with 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 artists and stuff and just being creative like that. But uh, studio studio work is is really really uh, limited today in in Athens and because of the crisis and everything. Mm-hmm. I picked up like live gigs around four years ago. I think five years ago mm-hmm. I started and that was fun too not as creative as the studio was you know there's no time to be creative I think during a live show you just have to you know get the job done get most the of the time yeah mostly troubleshooting for the for for till the show starts and then you know the show goes and it's gone after a while <laughs> And you're just drunk, I guess. <laughs> and so for people like me who don't keep up with news very well, uh, do you think you could just give like a short overview of the events that led to Greece's recent economic meltdown, which I guess then in turn led to you losing a lot of studio work? Well... Everything, everything started, I guess, back in the eighties when, 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 when the national debt started growing, you know. And you know, if you fast forward twenty years later, uh, twenty, tw- thirty years later, we're partners with the IMF now. Our debt is getting higher and higher. We can't repay that debt, you know. But what what was the tipping point? The tip of that. Of of this of these events were probably the Olympics, oh. in two thousand and four, we overspent. The budgets were 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 crazy, were enormous, 
And, you know, our friends, the banks, they, they lend us money. And, you know, we couldn't repay that debt. So what's your prediction for Greece for the next, uh, for the next few years? What's going to happen? I don't know. Take the money and run, I guess. <laughs> got a graduate degree in computer science? No, I did. I Sonic Arts was my second uh, undergraduate degree. Oh. My first was information systems at Baruch. And when I moved up to City College for my master's in, in computer science, I sucked big time. <laughs> I see. So you came to City College to do your master's in computer science but didn't exactly. finish that and instead came to the Sonic Art Center. Across the street. Nice. Yep. Well, I thought, you know, what the hell? I don't want to wear a suit to, to work every day. Mm-hmm. I stayed, I stayed for, for a while and then, you know, I moved back with the, all this gear that I accumulated over the years in New York. Oh, so all that stuff that you had, your HD system and all that outboard gear, you actually bought that in New York and then took it back to Athens with you. Exactly. And then you got to Athens and you started looking for studio work, right? I, w- I, had, I had studio work from day one. And it was at working at Sofita that you started working at doing live sound and at uh, Frangelico, right? Exactly. We have a lot of these kind of places in, in Athens. It's, it's uh, they call them buzuki places. They play Greek folk music, mostly. You know, mainstream Greek music with a band and people, you know, fill the place up, they get drunk till six in the morning, you know, throw flowers at the singers and at each other, and everybody's happy. It was a long, long, long night. I had to be there at 11, the show started at 11.30, and it usually ended between five and six thirty, seven o'clock, depending on, you know, <clears throat> how it was going. That's a late night. I guess they just wanted to keep going keep people drinking and keep spending money as long as they could, right? That's why it went so late. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Wow. The system, the system in there in the beginning was, was okay, then it became better. It was the first time I came in contact with, uh, I used a digital design venue, mm-hmm. a profile. Which is not, I don't think it's so common to have a digital design venue in a, in a mid-sized uh, venue like that, right? How many people can sit? How many people can be in that venue? What's the occupancy? Around seven hundred people, I think. Oh, okay, that's bigger than I thought it was. I thought it was only like two hundred. No, no, no. We had two two profiles. One was for for front, and one was for for the for the monitors engineer. And so that's your that's your main board now, right? That's what you always ask. That's what you would always prefer doing live sound. And I never get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do at this. You do at Frangelico if you ever go back there. You well, don't work there still, do you? I don't. I don't work there anymore. I stopped. Oh, okay. I stopped a, a while ago. Thank God. You know, I'm getting used to waking up regular hours now and sleeping regular hours. Like a human. Like a human. Well, tell me, tell me some of the benefits of using uh, the digit design system for live shows. For starts, if if you're using it on the same show. Uh, many times you can keep on correcting stuff, you know, and the next show can be better and the next show can be even better and the next show can be even better. In Frangelico, we used to work at uh, five nights a week. So within, you know, 
few days of 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 of, of gigging already, the show would be you know would sound amazing. Is that because it's the same, pretty much the same artist every night? It is, yes. Oh, okay. It is. It is. So, but that sounds like something you can. You're talking about something you can pretty much do with any digital board, right? Like um, with scene memories and things like that. Exactly, but now we have TDM plugins. And what kind of plugins are you using that you? Well, my favorites lately are Waves. I have the live bundle from Waves, and I think they have the greatest deesser. Are you using that? Uh, uh, so, what kind of stuff are you, are you using on uh, your vocal tracks, for example? Are you using the deesser, and what else? Um, I'm using a deesser and uh, a C4, a multiband dynamics uh, plugin. Oh, cool! See, I would and love I'm to use that on every track too, but it, it seems like you wouldn't have time to get that set up correctly, you know? But I guess you've got all night to work on it. Well, you do have you have you have you know all season to work on it. Right. <laughs> I, I, I've experienced that lately because I'm using my laptop computer with a Motu A28 Mark III mm-hmm. sound card and uh, multi-rack by Waves. Well, I'm interested in this because, you know, I did this tour last year um, where I did all computer-based mixing with Software Audio Console. That was a contained system, uh, you know, because I had the preamps and the computer and all the processing and outputs in one rack. So I could just show up and just send our outputs to the house system. Uh, so tell me how you're hooking that up. Like walk me through a session where you use your computer for that. I, most of the small format analog consoles have uh, Y insert points. So I have a few pairs of those with me all the time. And on my riders, I ask for some extras and w- you know, even if when I talk on the phone with the guys that are going to set up the venue, I figure out what I need. They bring me whatever, you know, I don't have. I get there, you know, we, we, we line check. Then I set up the computer. I patch the outputs and the inputs to the insert points. If I have a big setup with drums, you know, and everything, I'll probably use the card for the kick drum, the snare drum, the bass, and the vocals. So the computer is functioning like your outboard gear then. You're doing like, you're using it for your dynamics and EQ and, and, uh, and plugins and effects. Oh, okay. Exactly. Cool. So you're, use, you're showing up with your computer instead of a big rack of outboard gear. Exactly. Yeah, all in a backpack. You know, it's really convenient. I'm trying to make it smaller and smaller. That's why I love my little 13 inch MacBook. Nice. It's a power horse. So you're and the latency isn't a problem. It reports which plugins have latency and which don't, mm-hmm. which is really you know convenient because you can go ahead and you know I like this plugin, I like how it sounded at the studio, and you put it, you you plug it in, and it's it has like four thousand samples of latency. So you just <laughs> you know it, it reminds you, and you just take it out. And lately, I found out that this company made, made this, makes this program called Touch OSC. What's that? And what's that, dude? <laughs> it's, it allows you to uh, communicate with the computer and Multirack through network MIDI. Woohoo! 
So you design the interface for the iPhone. You connect the iPhone to the computer through the USB cable. You have to use, you know, a Wi-Fi connection or I use the, the 3G connection of my, of, my, uh, of my iPhone so they can be on the same network with a computer. Mm-hmm. And then I just, you know, assign MIDI controllers to Multirack for, let's say, you know, it has a function called hot plugins that you want to see all the time. So you have hot plugin number one through eight. If you have eight little buttons, you can assign them to Multirack on your iPhone. And you just click it, and you have your plugin right in front of you. And I'll send you, if you install, do you have an iPhone? Yes. I'll send you my, my little interface. Cool. And when I do this, I'll, I'll put it online, because I'm sure other people would like to use that, you know? Sure. cool forums or um, mailing lists that you're on that I should know about? This new forum I've been I've been looking at, it's called Tony Mac uh, X86 something. He's 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 working on uh, getting uh, Hackintoshes, you know, together. What's a what's a Hackintosh and what's Well, a Hackintosh is uh, is a as a PC you put together that can run, you know, OS X. And you just do that because PCs are cheaper. Because PCs are cheaper, yes. I think that's illegal, though, according to the license agreement on, uh, on the OSX software. Yeah, you're probably I going think- to jail. Yeah, I am. There's free food there, though. I don't have to work anymore. <laughs> you sent me a tech writer for one of the bands that you work with, and... I think I told you before it was one of it was the best tech writer I've ever seen mainly just because it was organized and it was entertaining. First of all I wanted to make it one page. Right. Because people lose second pages and you know I didn't get it or you know where's the second page and you know the PA people start you know yelling at each other. I gave it to you. No, I left it here. No, it was supposed to be like that. So it's one page you either have it or you don't. Then I wanted to make it, you know, different than, you know, uh, uh, a college paper. Right. So it could stand out, you know. People would say, you know, wow, this is, you know, let's see what this guy needs. Tell me about touring and and playing live and and dealing with high SPL. You told me at one point that you were going to get some molded earplugs. Have you been using those? All the time. I have them four years now. And what, what is the attenuation on those? I started using the, the 15 decibel uh, ear pads. Then I started using the 25 dB uh, buttons. They were better. For over, you know, for, for over 110, it was re- really comfortable for me. And so you're mixing on that the entire night? It, 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 it ranges from 100 to 112 sometimes at the, at the mix position. Mm-hmm. And at some point, it can get really tiring, so I either put the earplugs in or put my headphones on or put them both on. <laughs> so you don't start out the evening with the earplugs in and do the entire evening like that. You just put it in at some point after the show's already started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I start getting tired. So when, I, when I used to use them, 
I always felt like it would just make everything sound better. For some reason, it reduces the the sounds of chaos in the room, and so I would still have to take them out every once in a while to make sure that the chaos wasn't overwhelming. Well, another 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 bad thing about the the earpads is that you have to learn to compensate for the presence and the high frequencies that they cut. You know more. Mm-hmm. Can, yeah, because they're can, not completely flat. Exactly, exactly. You can get a really muddy mix, you know, if, if you don't, you know, check with your ears what's going on. Or you can get a really, a really, you know, harsh sound also. Mm-hmm. So are any of the artists that you're working with doing anything new to uh, get their music out or sell their music? Do they have any, anybody There's have any good ideas? There's been a big, a big move towards uh, offering uh, new CDs with Sunday newspapers huh. here in Greece. The so, CD comes for free. The CD, the the newspaper, let's say, costs you know three euros, but if you buy the CD with it, it costs you know eight euros. Okay. So if somebody wants so and so's new CD, he can buy it you know this Sunday at the newspaper, and all of a sudden you know. It, it gets into 250,000 uh, houses. Greece only has 10 million population, so that's a, a big number. Yeah. So what do you have coming up? I have a big tour this summer. With who? With, with uh, two of the biggest artists Greece has ever known. They're called Adelphi Katsimita, the Katsimita brothers. Have you ever worked on any shows that use like personal cue system with the digital design boards? Artists we can ne- mix their own monitors. Have you ever we ne- worked? We on never had the, the personal cues from digital design, but we had the Avium mixes. Okay, so you, so what have you done with that? Well, it's a sixteen-channel uh, system. We used to send uh, the drums on a stereo track to the Avium. Then we had the bass as mono. The keyboards were stereo for the two keyboards players. Uh, the percussion set was also stereo because he had a lot of stuff set up. So you're sending stems to the stage, but who on stage is mixing their own monitors? Each musician. Really? How many musicians? At, at the nightclub where, where we used to use that system, there were 10 musicians on stage. And that doesn't cause chaos. There's not like they don't just crank it up and there's feedback everywhere. No, it, they use the headphones. Oh right, because they have in-ear monitors. In-ear monitors, exactly. But they they have they have they have it conveniently right next to them on on a on a nice stand, uh-huh. and they can you know they can solo each track and listen to it each stem, and they have uh, bass and treble for the whole mix, and they have panning for the stereo tracks and they can save their preset, you know, mix on the on the little mixing device so nobody, you know, messes with their mix. Nice. Most of the, most of the time they're they're pretty happy, you know, it's there's no ringing out, it's it's really easy. So I guess I guess a system like that wouldn't work with uh, just regular stage monitors. I w- I would never allow that. It'd just be you- craziness. Exactly. <laughs> Do you have any techniques for controlling feedback on stage, or it's mainly just EQ? With these, with these, you know, consoles nowadays and these setups that we're working on, there's EQs everywhere. If there's still feedback, it's too loud. 
so lower it, you know, or let it ring all night. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I feel like you've had this conversation with artists many times Mill already. Millions. Oh my. Millions. It's like talking to the computer. They're like, bring it up. And you're like, okay. And then you just let it feed back. <laughs> exactly. It's happened many times. I just like the job. It's, it's amazing. It's challenging. And there's always, always, always something new to learn. You never know it all. You always, you know, get to know great people and, you know, the biggest jerks. <laughs> They're all in our industry. And it's it's really fun. It 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 makes you it makes me think you know more. It makes me it makes me uh, have more patience with people, and sometimes not. I think it's you know the struggle with 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 gigging and meeting new people and doing records and getting so you know quote uh, unquote intimate with people and their musical you know dreams mm -hmm. uh, gives us a. Uh, an opportunity to, to, to give me an opportunity to be a better person for myself and for the people who, who, um, who I work with. Sound design. Fly. Yeah.